0: Let's welcome everybody out today to episode 67 of Utah in the Weeds. Here we are, Tim. We're doing this in person. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a little while. This, this summer
1: cadence has been nice in some ways, but I miss it. Yeah. You know? And so it's good to get to record, and this is a good interview. You know, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Tim Pickett. And I'm
0: Chris Hollifield.
1: And you can find all of our podcasts, all 67 episodes, on utahmarijuana.org podcast and today we interviewed uh the owner of SLC Hayes. Amy Hollenbaugh. Amy knows a lot about the history of cannabis over the past 30 years right you listen to this uh interview and it's it's fascinating to go through because she really lived she really lived the whole thing yeah. from from the from before the 90s to the California 90s the Experience
0: of that. Now what she's doing in Utah with SLC Hayes.
1: Right. And she talks a lot about her store. And she's got a patient appreciation day that uh we talked about in the we talked a little bit about it in the interview, but I just want to mention it here. Sunday, August fifteenth, uh at Lagoon. Tickets are fifty-five dollars at SLC Hayes. You can go pick up a ticket there. Her shop is 8585 South State Street. This is gonna be a cool event. There's some live music there and a good way to spend the day at Lagoon.
0: We talk about it a little bit in depth in this interview with Amy, so make sure to listen to the whole interview. That way you can find out about the event happening. Absolutely.
1: At Lagoon. I think from another, you know, the other housekeeping thing for us is Utah Therapeutic Health Center is opening up a clinic in Cedar City in the next couple of weeks. Thank you. August 9th is our first clinic day. 9th and 10th. We're going to be open two days a week down there. The calendar is live on UtahMarijuana.org. You can schedule visits now. We are going to be down at the Cedar City Beer Fest this weekend. So come if you're down there. You know, if you want to take a trip down south this weekend, we're going to be there all day Saturday. We're going to give away some stuff in raffles. Uh, We've got some fresh new hats and merch. Trying to get the word out down in, in southern Utah that patients have access.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at one of these hats right now. I can't wait until they're uh, available to everybody. Yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty cool. I'm wearing the gray flat bill now.
1: And uh, it's really getting fun in this industry. Like we're talking to a lot of people. We're getting involved. The community's out. The weed socials at WB's uh, Vivi and Amy. If you listen back a few episodes, we did, we recorded up there with them as guests. Those are, those are happening. You know, Cole's got his magazine out now at a regular cadence. The dispensaries are open. All of them are open. There's going to be 15th, you know, sometime next
0: year. So, yeah. It's a wonderful time to be alive here in Utah, right? Like (laughs) it's It's exciting. It really is. And then utahmarijuana.org, I know you mentioned it, but... There is tons of stuff on your website, Tim articles, blog articles plus the podcast. I mean that's where yeah, you yeah plus the, to all
1: the podcast plus the uh, discover marijuana YouTube yeah. like last week the podcast was really part of that you know that interaction between the two uh, the two like worlds the the video with the YouTube and discover marijuana. We really just want to give everybody we, we want to build that classroom with the discover marijuana series. we want to build a community with the podcast. And we want to help people in clinic.
0: How can people get on your email list, tonight, at utahmarijuana.org? What, yeah. Is there a tab there or something that people so can sign up? So one of the best ways, actually, is go to utahmarijuana.org,
1: click on the pre-screen, do a 42.0 second pre-screen, right? Uh. Uh, and uh, find out if you qualify or if you, you, know, you think you would qualify for a card, you'll get on our email list. You can scroll right to the bottom of that page and join the email list. You'll stay up to date on... We have information on delivery and what's happening in the industry. What products are being uh, grown,
0: available? The podcast episodes are all oh, there's tons of I, I look it. forward to when I see. I'm like, oh, cool. There's another email because I'm always learning something from them.
1: Yeah, it's been fun. Now we're on episode 67. We've been doing this for a year and a half, and that just shows no. We're here. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep doing this, and the information's always gonna be there.
0: So make sure you're subscribed. I don't know uh, what podcast player you listen in, but hopefully this podcast is there. If this podcast is not in a podcast player, let Tim or myself know. I'll make sure it gets there. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast, let Tim or myself know. We'd love to probably bring you on as long as you have some cannabis related story, right?
1: Yeah. And uh,
0: coming up this fall, we've got some really great guests coming up. Oh, So man. you've got to
1: get subscribed. Yeah. Like things are going to heat up. <laughs>
0: Let's get into this interview though with Amy. This is a good one, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Seriously, uh, without you guys, there would be no Tim and I. So, so thank you so much for listening. Let's get into this conversation. I want to go back to as far back as you want to go. The first time you ever used cannabis, what uh, I mean, what was that experience like for you? And, and did you use it just recreationally or medicinally?
2: Uh, well, um that's funny um i guess guess it's
0: medicinally however you use it right
2: my aunt let me smoke off her joint when i was like 10 or 11 years old one time and uh because i kept bugging her and uh she's my favorite aunt (laughs) she used to take me to the rocky horror picture show and then so she was always so jolly and actually, she was born deformed. So she has really short arms. And so they're like only as long as her elbow. And she does, she only has like a couple of fingers on each one and they're like real bony. Anyways, I think it's really painful. And so she used cannabis as pain relief. That wasn't why I was using it at 10 or 11 years old. But, anyways. I didn't continue to use it. I just like tried it out one time and see what Do you it was remember. Do
0: you remember that? I totally remember. Yeah, I was old. all giggly.
2: Uh, we actually went to the Rocky Horror Picture Show with a bunch of our friend, her friends that we usually did that with. And, uh, I can remember that I had a great time that night. Yep. We went to the belly dancing restaurant and it was super fun. Um, I remember being very giggly and talkative. So anyways, um, I'm pretty shy to begin with. So maybe that helped me come out of my show. So I didn't use for even through really in high school. So I didn't really use again till a boyfriend introduced me to it when I was going through cancer stuff in my early twenties. And, um, We were living in Hawaii and we had the friend who had it and they could see what I was going through. So they just offered it to me. And boy, was it just changed my whole world with anxiety, with pain, with help, just everything I was going through.
0: You were saying cancer stuff.
2: Yeah. Do you care uh to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, So when I was like in my late 20s, I got diagnosed with um, some uterine and ovarian cancer. And uh, I had already been really sick throughout most of my teenage years. And even prior to that, which was all immune system related. But they didn't really know that due to probably, I mean, I lived... In southeastern Ohio, so <laughs> um, yeah, doctors back then. I don't think were advanced as they are now, and they do not know what was causing immune stuff back then, or I don't even think it was called immune auto yeah. auto Autoimmune immune disease, disease yeah. or um a fi- deficiency or anything. I don't even think those words were used. But I would say mostly looking back now and reflecting on my health practices. And my wellness practices, both mentally, spiritually, physically, definitely. um, I say probably a lot of it attributed to was environmental because we lived in a coal mining town. So I would say that's probably where a lot of the toxicity originated from. And then it just compounded from there, from bad habits or, you know, not taking care of yourself, not eating right. Just all that kind of stuff, compounded, compounded, compounded.
1: And then you end up in Hawaii. Were you diagnosed with cancer in Hawaii? Uh,
2: Actually, I had been diagnosed prior to that and had a surgery that took care of it, and then it came back. So this was now the comeback of it. And um, being in Hawaii, your access to everything is limited um, without it being really expensive. So when my friend introduced me to the plant and he just grew his own, all of his own, because I couldn't find it anywhere. I said, well, how do you get this? And he says, oh, I just have to grow my own. And that's where it all kind of started really taking off in our life. Because um, I love gardening. So I just got a hold of some seeds and, <laughs> and it was really easy actually in Hawaii to make it happen. So, um with Why, What what was easy with, about it in Hawaii? Well, you have the sun okay, okay, and the yeah, temperatures yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that are just super yeah. fabulous. I would say the hardest thing that we encountered was when it was time to take it down or just keeping the rain off of it because it does rain every day in Hawaii. So for a short amount of time, you know, that's why everything's so lush and green and beautiful. Are these plants
1: like growing over your head?
2: Yeah. These are
1: big, big plants.
2: Yeah. So this was a pretty long time ago. This was, let's see, in Hawaii. This was like back in the early 90s. You didn't want to ca- get caught doing anything like that, right? Yeah. So we grew our plants in the top of the avocado trees.
0: Oh, wow. Wait, so yeah. actually in the top of the tree? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh.
2: You'd like put
1: a pot in the top of the yeah. plant? In the top of the tree?
2: Yeah.
1: And <laughs>
0: is that like help with the smell of it? You no, know, just
2: all of it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It wasn't noticeable but like on the ground, yeah. so if someone found it, you know they weren't, they didn't rob you of it if they wanted it. Sure. Um. Or if they found it and didn't want you, col- uh, you know, growing it, then it out of sight, out of mind, right? You don't get reported. So I mean, you just have to be cautious about these kinds of right. things. Back in you're not, in mean, you're not growing date. fields of it. Yeah. Right. Um. Sh- Definitely not. It wasn't fields. It was only a few plants for personal use, really. But it turned out really good. So we caught on that we had a green thumb and... Then we had to go back to California, move back to California because we had a family member that was um, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and he was doing pretty bad. So we went back to help the family really and help him and just be a support system because being across an island is not really, you know, supportive for anyone. So uh, back to California, we went to Lake Tahoe and then what do you know, like, the plant wasn't available there really either. Okay. So um they had and This was like they, in the nineties like, like now we're in the late nineties, so they had just passed
1: yep, 1996 medicinal in, mm-hmm. in California.
2: And um so you had to go get this card. The only place to to get it pretty much in northern california was in san francisco so it had to be like an entire trip had to be planned san francisco i live five and a half hours from san francisco so you know you had to plan to go into the city the card was 475 dollars back then um it was good for a year but But they were pretty particular about who they were giving out cards to at the beginning. So you had to come with all your medical. um... Yeah, this is
1: before. There were some really big court cases after that a few years when physicians were were involved in whether or not we could talk to patients using our First Amendment right. And that was not established when California decided to pass the law. Yeah, it's And so there was a lot of...
2: been scary interesting. Stuff. Oh, it was like to plan for this trip, okay, and to go see this doctor. That in itself was a scary thing. I'll bet. It was in downtown San Francisco in not the financial or restaurant district. <laughs> <clears throat> like I said, you had to come with $475 cash wow. for this doctor, right? Not really knowing what was going to happen. And then what do you do after that? Because there was no pharmacies or dispensaries really available yet per se, like it is now. So I lived in Lake Tahoe and the, the closest place to go get medicine was San Francisco. So that was a full day drive now to go. Once you, I got my card, which was awesome, um, to go and. But weren't police fine. still still getting people like in busting oh, people yeah, and causing problems? So, so long. So why would you? I mean, <laughs> still why still to this day they yeah, are. I mean, that still, mean like this, a long drive. Still to this, to this day they are
0: protected. <laughs> yeah, really. still to right? this day
2: they are. So now it's just different.
0: But what, what what was your reason to get your car? Just because you wanted to get yeah, a little more protection. I, I, I guess? did.
2: I wanted more protection, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because and really, my ultimate end goal was to grow up myself for myself.
0: And they, they would allow that in California. Yeah. No? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um before they changed to recreational in some counties, like in Oakland County, you're allowed to grow 99 plants for huh. yourself.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: You're also, yeah, because in California, all,
2: it's so, all, so, Hey, it's hey all by county, I mean, right? if you think that's funny, yeah, it's by county, right? So yeah, it's if that's funny, right. So you're also allowed to be a caregiver for other people.
1: Oh, so you can grow, grow 99, 99 for you for and and 99 99, for yeah, and 99
2: for Ben and 99 for Molly. Oh, this is and great! Ninety-nine so, how
0: many? And, I will pay for your card evaluation. That, <laughs> you bet! It was <laughs> how, like how many acres would ninety-nine plants be? Oh, I or I, that I, would it even be a, like ninety-nine well, plants? That's a I lot. Mean, that's a lot of area. That's a
1: lot of area.
0: I'm just thinking, thinking like if somebody. Really I mean, I don't have enough me. avocado trees to plant them <laughs> on the tops of the trees. No,
2: I, I didn't, I didn't have that many avocado trees in Hawaii. But you're up in Tahoe, so, so different,
1: totally different climate, oh, totally yeah. different growth.
2: Absolutely. So, I mean, really, could could you pull off a plant in Lake Tahoe? Probably not I mean, in the summertime. You probably could, but you'd have to be very diligent about its. Cultivation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, care that so you're giving you're,
1: it. So, you're in Tahoe. Where, when did you come here?
2: I came here two and a half years ago with like this fabulous uh, business plan that some of my other business partners from California, uh, and they had a friend who lived over here and they wanted to start this CBD and cannabis, hemp, clothing, medicinal store and just show utah what the plant can do other than just be a medicine you know because it has so many great benefits that we haven't even touched on yet really as a world
1: and we really uh, and and even on this podcast we haven't had a lot of conversations Mm -hmm. about hemp and like the clothing and the A lot of other things you can do with the plant. Yeah, for sure.
2: There's so much. Yeah. I try to keep as many hemp products in my store as possible, even though I'm also a CBD store. So there's a health supplement area and a CBD area and then the whole glassware area for those who, you know, use tobacco type things. (laughs) Right. You still have
1: to say it that way, right? Yeah. So they
2: they tell us. Yes. So
1: the store name's SLC Hayes.
2: Yes, that's our store name. What's the address? 8585 South State Street in Sandy. Figure for
1: and the listeners Sandy. to go yeah. check And you have, tell us what's, like, walk us through your store a little bit.
2: Well, you walk in and it's Hemp Central. It's Hemp Headquarters. So I have um, anything hemp that you can get your hands on, I try to keep in my store. So there's hemp textiles. And believe it or not, there's only a few companies making hemp textiles in this our country, and there's really only a few handfuls in the whole world, um, so we need a lot more of them because there's a lot of hemp being processed now, and a lot of stems, oh, yeah, seeds, a lot and of sticks. biomass. And yeah, as Snoop sings about, like you're, we don't smoke that. So, (laughs) (laughs) so what are you going to do with it? Well, buy, you know, there's fuel, there's textiles, there's food. There's so many things we haven't even touched on yet. So I try to keep that kind of stuff in the, and products available in the shop. So there's all kinds of socks, there's clothing, there's towels, there's hats, there's, home decor like candles and incense it's a great
0: place for like gifts
2: oh my gosh i'm super gift central yeah
0: and if
1: you're listening to this podcast you're likely involved at least a little bit in the cannabis like community in our community for sure this would be a great place for gifts this is very timely Thank Think you. of your back to school. You've got, <laughs> I, like you've got thinking, I like the way you're you've thinking, Tim. I like the way you're thinking. Thanksgiving yeah, and there's chocolate. a lot.
2: Yeah, and then I also have um another uh thing we really like to follow in the store is if it's not hemp or from cannabis, then it needs to be eco-friendly or and recycled and a small business. Um, we love women-owned business, and we own love veteran-owned businesses, and we love people who have the same types of philosophies that we do about just taking care of your own health, wellness, and mental being, and being good to our planet, things like that. So, I have a couple of other lines that have nothing to do with cannabis that are all uh, they're STEM educational. So when you said Gift Central, like we do all kinds of education in there. There's books galore. There's a couch. You can come and sit down and read books on cannabis and wellness and health and other things that we do too, like red light therapy sound and vibration therapy.
0: I've heard red light therapy is really good for you. I I love it
2: myself. That's why we have a room because I, my schedule, I kept having to cancel my appointments at quintessence. So finally I'm like, well, I better just get myself (laughs) together and, you know, take care of myself a little better than what I'm doing. So we just created one there, and now we have a red light therapy room there as well. We have a couple of people on staff. We have a medical assistant um, like CNA, Miss he- uh, Miss Heather, and then uh, an esthetician, Miss Celeste. So, anyways, they're adorable, and everything's by donation. There's no set prices. It's just
0: by way. Wait, wait, even on like your your that.
2: on the retail store, just on the red light, just on the red light therapy, say, and on the sound broke. and vibration therapy. I wish I could. If I could, I would. Yeah. Uh, my business partner doesn't like my philosophy already, and our profit and loss statements are completely opposite from one another and what they should be. You know what I mean? Uh, which leads me into uh we have a little. A Patient Appreciation Day that quite a few dispensaries and CBD stores have all come together to collaborate and say thank you so much to the patients of Utah and their family and friends. Yeah, let's let's yeah, talk, let's about, talk this. about this because Heck I've yeah. got this
1: I've got this flyer in front of me and it looks to me like it's going to be a, a sweet setup at Lagoon. August 15th?
2: We're trying really hard to make it as sweet as possible. That is true. Yes, it's at Lagoon. It's the first annual Celebrate Cannabis Patients of Utah. And it is multiple dispensaries and multiple CBD stores. Um, That also includes some of the farms and processors. Um, There are so many that are involved, that put together a patient appreciation day. We got together with Lagoon and they have offered us these two fabulous pavilions. And so we have performances that um, afternoon from this lovely musician called Coco. Her name is Coco. And she writes her own music and she plays the ukulele and she's fabulous. So, Hopefully, she's singing some of her original songs that day. Mm -hmm. And then this other local hip-hop group, whom I love and adore, the 420 V-Boys, they're going to be performing that day, too. And then there's all kinds of raffles, games, and different discounts going on at the pavilion. That the different dispensaries and CBD stores have all come together to contribute. And so we also ended up getting the biggest discount you can get. We got $20 off for everybody. So now it's $55. You know,
0: for the admission to Lagoon,
2: yeah. Wow, yeah,
0: so it's twenty bucks. Been off. a while since I've been to Lagoon. I didn't realize ticket prices were seventy five dollars normally. I, know, a yeah. I mean, this is a a great deal. If you are going to go, at least go this day. Yeah, this yeah
2: you are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, and why- if you are not a cannabis patient and you just want to go anyways, then come on down. We're yeah. a great group of people and we love everybody and uh, we appreciate uh, um, everybody. So come on down and just get a ticket anyways and take your family out and have a discounted day.
1: Yeah. So it looks like you've got to, you've got to buy tickets at one of these sponsors. So I'm going to you read do? them off. You've okay. got OG Cannabis Products in Mill Creek, SLC Hayes, yours, Zen Mart, Tara Health and Wellness in Mill Creek, and some of the sponsors include True North, Cura Leaf, Truce, uh, Utah Vape Guy, Carter's Kids Farm. I mean, this is a pretty good, well-rounded, well-rounded it, event. It and is. And the fact that you've got Mario Wana oh, right, Mario up there I know. being the MC, <laughs> he's right? a good guy. He's a good guy. He's yeah.
2: so fun, and he's great, and everyone loves him. So why not have him be the MC? Plus, he's the first patient. So that's right. Let him do it.
0: So, yeah, and it's good for all day. I mean, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's
2: good for the entire day. So even if you don't want to participate in the appreciation area um, or you don't want to learn about cannabis or you already know about it, then you don't have to hang out there. You can just... Roll down the river if you want. Yeah. 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 Or just
0: so come and get your tickets, you know, show your, for sure. you know, your patient card and save yourself 20 bucks. Yeah. And
2: I've even extended my hours at my store for the next three weeks so that I don't miss anyone. Well, what tickets. are your hours so, at your store? Uh, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Except, okay. except for today. <laughs> <10 p. m.
0: laughs> oh, did we make you shut down early?
2: Well, Jessica wasn't available. She's oh, camping. Oh. And um, so, I'm you know, so I feel no, oh, ahead. gosh, there's no reason to be sorry, you know. We all need to be celebratory of um getting out and about. You know, I'm really excited to come out actually after the past 18 right. months.
1: How did your store, you know, fare through COVID? Because you've had it for two and a half years now. Yeah.
2: So we have actually been open. We're just about ready to have our two year anniversary. And, um, It hasn't been easy, that is for sure. We have had to add many different things that we never thought of, like health supplements. I didn't think that a CBD and hemp store would need that, but lo and behold, we definitely did, and um, all of the clients who come in really seem to appreciate it, and they've learned a lot about immune building because I'm really big on that with my own health. So there are so many products that I found that seemed to be shortage during this, the beginning of COVID time. So I just looked into some really great small brands and what do you know, I brought them into the store. So we have some really great things in there that aren't related to cannabis like Elderberry. People appreciate that like Silver. Oh yeah. Cool. Well, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And Maybe, I
1: think people yeah. appreciate the fact that you're not just do do and people come in and they're they're like, oh, I really appreciate you're not just selling C B D.
2: They really do. Right? Like yeah. I can get
1: a little bit more.
2: Um, we originally designed the store so that it could be very family friendly from visual standpoint as well as educational standpoint, which are both really important. Um, One, I didn't want it to look scary to a family, to somebody who wanted to, to a grandma bringing in their grandchild who's out for the day doing something or a family who's out on Saturday running an errand. Um, I wanted the whole family to be able to come into the store and look at all the different things that we can do with this plant other than just get high, which is also CBD and um, medicinal. And not that there's anything wrong with getting high, if that's what you want to do, then have have a party. Yeah. Yeah. But there
1: there is more to it
2: yeah it does have its little stigma that comes along with just that highness you know of of just using the plant to get high and it being recreational right so it was really important for us to lay a foundation on being a good role model and a good educator on everything the plant can do And for good, uh, and for business ideas. I mean, there's, we need a lot more textile companies. So if you don't want to grow the plant for medicine, you can broker all your um, plant matter off to, you know, a textile company. Um, so.
1: Yeah, I've even looked for paper. I remember when I started like mm-hmm. m- my utahmarijuana.org and the clinic, I thought, oh, you know what I need is I need my business cards printed on hemp paper. How cool would that be? Because be, that just makes sense.
2: Doesn't it? It was so hard it's to find. It's the hardest. And mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I ended up, sorry, I, it I can't it, find no, it. No, it.
2: it's the hardest thing. And one um, project that I'm actually working on right now, I'm super excited about it, that I'm working on with Hemp Zoo, which is this small awesome hemp textile company down in San Diego, California. And um, they have made this fabulous hemp coverall, right? And so hemp is breathable. It's antibacterial. It lasts longer than cotton. So I'm trying to get the farms, especially here in Utah, to have all the cultivators start wearing hemp. As well as the socks, the hats, and their coveralls, instead of just wearing this uncomfortable polyester from, you know, a scrubs giant corporate company that comes in. And and one of the. Oh, you've um, been to
1: the grow facilities and I've they're been all to in some scrubs, of them. huh? Yeah. They are.
2: <laughs> I have been to some of them. Some of our, um, are, are in lab coats and some are in scrubs. Yep. And I mean, it's kind of the easiest, really, you know, because. If I would hope there wouldn't be bugs and if there were, I hope they would only be ladybugs. But, <laughs> 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 but you know, um, they show up on you could see really easy on on scrubs without different pockets and all seams and things like that. So we have these coveralls that the farms haven't really caught on to yet. So we're going to need to work on that. But um, because I think it would be really great, um, Utah is one, one of the reasons that I came to Utah was because it was really fun to look at the regulations that they put on CBD. Okay. One of the few states that really heavily regulated CBD, right? So I found that very interesting because, well, I mean, you're only going to have serious businesses, right? Because mm-hmm. they have to follow all these guidelines and they have to go through all these different processes, which is money uh, backing um, to have their either farm or store or medicine be regulated here. And so I thought that was really interesting. And I really liked that they wanted CBD regulated as well as THC, because I think that's really important because Well, all of it is important to know where your medicine came from. Yeah. What their cultivation practices are, who they are as a business. And that leads me kind of full circle back to the hemp coveralls is and how hard it is to find hemp paper. So I've been trying one of the other projects I've been working on is being a CBD retailer, all this CBD comes in, right? I have to put it on the shelf and it comes in in plastic and it comes in in a box and then it comes in um, vacuum sealed in plastic and holy cow, it's driving me bonkers because we should be using hemp, recycled Papered goods for packaging all this hemp medicine or glassware or something like that and no plastic whatsoever yeah, it you know? seems
1: a little um seems a little silly it right a little contradictory on a that. little yeah, right like bit we're, we're for
2: here we are yeah. in the hemp and cannabis industry right that this plant could Save our planet, let's be real. And then we're packaging it up in. And we're just doing
1: all the normal things. uh, Yeah, all the normal quick,
2: quick things. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a packaging company as well. They're just trying to get things rolling. And holy cow, breaking the habits (laughs) is as difficult as it gets. Yeah. Wow.
0: I didn't even think about all that. Mm hmm. I wonder. Gosh, one day, one day, it'll become
2: more. I a think so. I think, you, know, you know, more and more. I think so will... because the education is just really getting rolling. You know, like the snowball is so small, we could barely throw it you know so it needs to snow and then we (laughs) need to make our snowball bigger to get this ball rolling um so that when we say we're from the cannabis industry and we produce medicine that it's also the cultivation practices from what they're wearing to the um, soils that they're using um it would be Like how glorious would it be if everyone was using biodynamic soil and the soil was alive and well and feeding your plants with, because there's good bugs in there doing all that, mulching the soil and getting all that ready, right? Giving us all, everything so that we don't have to feed additional nutrients. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And then all the way from the packaging to the distribution all of it, to the From
2: all everything. of it, you know, be a real support system for making it full circle um how the plant can really be much more than just something to get high off of or pain relieving or anxiety relieving. Yep, we're missing the boat, the big, big boat. Hopefully, we get on
1: that boat pretty soon. <laughs> I think we've got a ways. I'm a little, gosh, I'm. Uh,
2: if there's anybody out there that wants to help us build this boat and get a bigger snowball, like please come help us.
1: Well, I definitely, yeah, I because know the, um, the Global Hemp Association struggle. that's around in yeah. Utah, right? And they were doing these. See these uh socials and they were involving other people in the industry and this was before covid and now they're they're really trying but it does seem like you're in an uphill battle
2: it's it's uphill yeah and i can't imagine how much our industry has actually declined with advancement over the past 18 months due to covid right because um well, everyone's habits are different and some businesses didn't make it and have shut down and, you know, we're, um, I know a lot of people that are struggling and mentally too, you know, just all of this has been such a change for everybody. So to open the box again and get excited about really birthing this plant instead of just opening a dispensary, which is totally needed because, um, you know, otherwise. I'm out on the street looking for for my medicine, you know. Right? Yeah. Or you're having
1: to drive five hours Yeah. Right, to exactly. San Francisco yeah, all exactly. the way back. Yeah. I mean, we need we it's definitely a lot further we need five access. hours
0: to San Francisco from Utah. Well <laughs> from Utah for
2: well, sure. It depends on your time machine.
0: Yeah, or how <laughs> fast you drive, I guess, right. Well, Amy?
2: no, I'm a fast driver, so I could get there quickly. <laughs> 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 There's a few police officers around that would confirm I could get there quickly.
0: <laughs> what do you think? What are your thoughts on the uh, on the Utah medical cannabis, like becoming legal here and all of that? I mean, were you part of any of that?
2: Well, that um, all actually got voted on before I arrived, That's true. That's um, but true. Yeah. it was one of the things that Um, that encouraged me to come here, uh, which was before the whole COVID thing, I'm so glad for. I just was, California has, um, and Nevada too, which are the two main states that I've operated my cannabis businesses out of for the past like 12 years, they have taken such a different direction when recreational, Came on to play. And um, there's a ton of people who can offer what recreational has to offer, um, which is great. And we need more people out educating and trying to build on these other areas that are just lacking right now. And I love the plant so much that I just try and devote as much time energy and effort that I can into it. Um, Before it went recreational, um, I was privileged enough to be part of a roundtable group that we were hired from the state of California to help them develop the medical industry rolling into the recreational industry, it was really important for them to try and salvage the farmers and the original people that formed the cannabis community, um, which was mainly on the West Coast about probably 30 some years ago, right? People like Jack Herrera and people like Dennis Perrone and Brownie Mary and just with and um soma um without people like that really paving the way for all of us and doing what they did with their putting their freedoms on the line then none of us would be here today we would still be probably out searching the street for a joint or something right not the safest thing to do
1: so do you like the medical program it sounds like you're business does better with a medical program in general, kind of separating the recreational or the adult use from.
2: Well, yeah. Once, once, um, the farm bill passed, there was a real explosion of, I'm looking for some, some words, some imitation. I'll call it imitation, um, especially CBD products and coming in from other countries not being tested, um, no basis of what was in it, um, no quality control. And with me having a family member who had MS, obtaining CBD, even in California, was the hardest thing I have ever had to do hmm. in the cannabis world. Five years ago, finding CBD for him that was quality – that wasn't tainted in any way with pesticides with chemical residuals with alcohol residuals oh my goodness and for it to be have consistency for him to respond this was a this is a really advanced um sick young man and um so the consistency of the medicine and the cannabis that he was getting was of utmost importance. We saw a huge difference with our own research and our own logging of different applications and different products that we would get for him. And it could be anything from driving to Colorado to flying to Washington to finding growers in California that and there's, there, especially back then before this farm bill got, uh, passed, there wasn't a whole lot of really money and profit right in the CBD industry. And so to find that was the hardest thing possible. And when he went without it, it was huge declines in his health, um, everything from, and he's already in a wheelchair and needing care and nursing 24-7. So when you're already in that situation and you see huge declines, you're doing everything in your power to make sure that the good medicines that you're finding, that what can you do to help them keep producing good medicine. And when you find a medicine that is not of quality, I mean, I feel like it's my obligation at this point as a patient and as a caretaker um, and a caregiver to try and educate our patients and our own selves out there about taking it into your own hands if you're not responding well to a, an application that you're using of a cannabis product, why? There'll be an answer as to why. And there'll be an answer as uh, as to what reactions you're having and why you're having that too. And you know, they almost all lead back to the same thing and that's dirty medicine. So having clean, tested, regulated medicine, which is Probably going to be from a smaller farmer because to have control of it in the growing environment, right, is harder and more challenging the bigger it gets. Right. And then also, I mean, the cannabis industry. T- Holy cow, the strains change just like the weather. And so does everything else. You know, we're just changing day by day, hour by hour almost with products, with development, with different compounds that we're finally researching enough to find out. Oh, CBG is great for sleep. Right. Or certain strains are great. To grow for anxiety and bottle a uh, spray for anxiety, you know. So, finding all that out and moving forward with that is what I really wanted to continue to be a part of. And before I got into the cannabis industry, I was in the pharmaceutical industry um, and didn't really care for how that was operating. So the whole plant medicine, and that's also what really took my health into a real positive direction, was introducing plant medicine, learning how to use it, learning what terpenes my body favored and what applications my body favored was a big part of why I feel better and operate daily on a more positive
1: note. What are some of the products and terpenes that you you really favor?
2: Oh, gosh. Well, I love Linolol. That's absolutely my ultimate favorite because (laughs) well one it's calming so that's the lavender smell that you're familiar with if you're wondering what linalool smells like um it's the nice calming lavender smell and has calming effects i love it well because it has that effect but i'm also uh won my first cannabis cup in california growing lavender so Uh, That's the other reason I love it. Soma's lavender, one of the old Rastafarians, his old strain. So it's really beneficial for pain relief, for sleeping, for inflammation. It's huge for an appetite stimulant. So if you need help with the appetite, then linalool is, is a great usually terpene for you. Um, another awesome terpene is Myrcene, which I love Myrcene at nighttime because I have too much to do during the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's kind of your tropically uh, mango-ish smelling terpene. And what are some other favorites that I have? Well, I'm really a favorite. When I use cannabis. THC cannabis, I'm a big favor of sativas because I have a lot going on all day long. So as much as I'd really like to just smoke, you know, Wiz Khalifa Kush all day long, um, I'm not going to get anything done. So I love lemon terpenes, lemonine and pinene. Those are awesome terpenes for myself. You know, it's To each person's own liking and what every person has a little bit more different reaction than some people. Some people can't take limonene at all or pinene because it gives them anxiety. So you can also get some bad side effects from all the terpenes as well as not good. Like if you use citrus at nighttime, you might not sleep. (laughs) So, you know. Anyways. So if
0: you need to pull an all-nighter, there's a good one for you. There
2: is. A little, is. little sativa, a yeah. little limonene. yeah, definitely. Yep. I love lime all day long.
0: What would you tell somebody? I know I ask this almost on every episode. I'm going to ask you though, Amy, Is is people that are listening that maybe are on the fence of trying cannabis as a way to... To help them with something, you know, uh, some medicinal reasons. What what would, what would, kind of advice or suggestions would you tell them?
2: Well, I'm only going to go with suggestions yeah. because I'm not a doctor. Well, sure, sure, sure. And yeah. we're not on TV because I do play one on TV. <laughs> but um, no, seriously. It's only going to be suggestions. And I have had bad experiences, not myself, but I have had other people did not use slow, shall we say. And so they hallucinated the heck out of themselves for (laughs) about eight or more hours. And um, if that's not what you're looking for, I would say definitely start slow. And starting slow could be, it could be a THC gummy Or a nibble of one, or it could be a CBD product, you know, anything from a topical to a gum to a vape cartridge. Or, I mean, there's so many products on the market. They have so many options now for us. It's almost confusing. And do you want to be discreet with your use or, you know, do you want everyone to see your vape pen? So. It's kind of going to be your own personal, what, how you feel about it. You know, I don't care what anybody thinks about my vape pen or my stick of CBD gum. But if somebody else cares, then you can be discreet if you want to be. And then also, I mean, you can, if you're not using a lot of prescription medications, I would say you're probably going to have a lower tolerance. And so keep that in mind when you go get a product. You might not want to vape a product because that's going to hit you really quick and really hard. So if you're not already have a tolerance to any kind of pain relief medications and I would say that would be prescription ones from your doctor, or you're not already using like uh substances, then your tolerance is probably gonna be low. And keep that in mind. So I've had a couple little um adorable old ladies come in to my store for educational purposes. So they came in and they went through the whole process of getting their card and they were so excited. And they went down to one of our dispensaries that has the THC products, and um, I don't know what was said, so I can only go with what the little old lady was telling me. But um, she ate an entire gummy, and then she decided to eat another one an hour later, oh, and look out. <laughs> and Watch this. now she has been um religiously going to church every Sunday for seventy something years <laughs> and she has never smoked a tobacco cigarette or a clove cigarette or any other type of cigarette for that matter. So never had her
0: mind altered nope, by anything.
2: No mind altering on anything, I don't think. And then also hasn't it has never drank Drank alcohol. Yeah. I'm asking her all this when she's in my store. It's always wait. Did
0: she have the gummy in your store? No, oh, goodness, I no. Because I don't
2: have those No, there, well, no I, but... I didn't
0: know if maybe she she ate um, them before. Yeah, she came no,
2: we now. don't have open houses with with those kind of gummies, <laughs> but we do with the gum. We do with gum. So it's so not no, THC gum. A, so yeah. So she she really had quite a um journey okay and it lasted her about six hours she said and she didn't know it was going to do that and so you know there's an example of especially in utah with the elderly people and then just the church in general and so many people uh practicing those
1: um yeah,
2: ways of life. Yeah, right? they are their ways. Yeah, uh-huh. So I would say any if any of those people are out here listening, start low and go slow, which we recommend anyways. But, you know, some people like to just dive off the deep end.
0: I think that's a common, you know, recommendation. I think you say that even a yeah, lot too, Yeah, I mean, Tim we say that all start, the time. And it really start, is a matter of, like,
1: yeah. every patient needs that personal you know, like a guide, like here, here, fi- let me help you find just the right dose. Oh, right? it's
2: so hard too to recommend a dose of any type to really anybody, because everyone's going to react differently right. to a terpene, to a delivery method, and then they have their well, own. Well, and then they
1: only have their own free will and choice about Absolutely. what they're going to, you know, they're going to listen and they hear, they might hear different things than you, than you are Thinking you're saying, Absolutely. and they go home and take a gummy and then they take another one. An and hour later. I mean,
2: yeah. um, even in Utah, <laughs> with our strict regulations, the gummies look as delicious as can be, you know, <laughs> 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 I would seriously eat a whole bag. Don't anybody go off and do that. But I mean, I've eaten <laughs> three bags before. So, yeah, yeah, Yep, yep. And yep, And it's I don't recommend that to anybody. So anyways, but I would do it again.
0: Um, well, you know, sometimes we forget, like if if you think about the first time you ever used, you know, smoked a, a oh, joint yeah. or, or smoked out of a bong, you know, that w- one hit and you were gone. Right. I mean, at right. least it was for me, you know, if you go back yeah, quite you few you're, years, you're sitting in so, the corner talking to yourself, but you know? now that we have built up a little bit of a tolerance it's like, sometimes we're like, we forget that right. people have to start. Real small, real, real small, low. yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or or we even know how to. If you do smoke too much or eat too much, we know how to handle it. Ah, just chill out, <laughs> right? <write, laughs> do, do these things, out. change your
1: schedule, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and They're... you can be honest about it too. I find that for me, being honest about it around other people, you know, is. Gives people um, more freedom, right? If you use a little too much, being able to say to your partner, your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever is there, oh wow, I'm a little bit, I, I'm a little bit high right now, or I'm a little stoned right now. I, you know, you can't, we can't do that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm
1: not going to be as reliable <laughs> right now, right? And that's okay, but that takes a while too. That's even a next step. Yeah. From being using to, to being open about to your use to open. somebody else. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. Well, talking about terpenes again, there's even terpenes that are really good for um, if you took too much THC. So the um, pepper terpene is really good for... I've heard this before. Counteracting
1: that. a little bit of THC psychoactivity yeah. and the paranoia. And
2: then, mm-hmm. and so if you don't have, and so if you could have black pepper around you, you could have a hot pepper around you, um, and suck on that. <laughs> wow,
0: I, I didn't to try that.
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. shoot. You might have to call the fire department regarding your tongue and your mouth.
0: (laughs) Just drink a lot of water. It's maybe the water that's making you. you (laughs) And (laughs) lemon
2: also. So we had this one guy in um, California. We used to go to these farmers markets as vendors, okay, before the law changed. When you were a medical card holder, we had farmers markets Throughout the whole entire state, they were cannabis farmers markets (laughs) and the farmers could go there and, um, well, we called it exchange, exchange and donate each other's products back and forth. Um, and so... This was in California. This is in California. They don't
0: don't do this anymore though?
2: No, you're not allowed to do that now um, because of the um, recreational law that came into play. You're not,
1: there's actually less access for patients really in need in California, right? Because of the recreational law. Yeah,
2: It really hurt access to, and um, pricing uh, to the medical community in California for sure. Um, and the other Pacific states that did that as well too. Yeah, it did. Um but, you know, the bigger picture is the bigger picture. so and and that's to generate taxable revenue. commodities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. revenue. so, Anyways, they're doing a dang good job at that. So we have to give them that. But yeah, access became really hard for patients, right? And so we had these farmer's markets and not just just the patients too, but because if you lived in a county that had a high grow your own number, then you were allowed to do something with your excess product. And so these farmer's markets formed, okay? And so they're really great. Um, It's a great way to, um, it's how a lot of the companies that ended up going big that are still around today that built their brand, kind of how they built their brand, you know, is they started at the farmer's market and then, you know, found a backer and were able to go legal and go through all those channels and have a giant big warehouse now, 45,000 square feet and, you know, have it all pre-going to cookies if you're good enough. And so now that's the industry in California. So I'm not part of that industry. (laughs) So I like the small farmer, small medicine, you know, patient appreciation type of where you can really, I like one-on-ones. I have one-on-one people all day long that come in asking questions. Some have come from a dispensary and they're like, oh, so-and-so told me to come and ask you the question. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but she's a pharmacist. (laughs) 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 Um,
0: Sounds like uh, you should get a job as a pharmacist.
2: Well, I mean, no, that's where we're all really like collaborating with one another is so the pharmacist definitely understands all the chemical compounds and all those terpene compounds and they understand all that and then we have a cultivator that's had their medical card since 1997 right and I've been growing my own strain since since then and gotten rid of some and obtained some strictly because of how it affects you and the side effects or the flavors um, You know, everything gets so trendy and changes so much that you have to change with the times. And if you can't do that, you'll just get smothered and stomped on. So, but being able to do that is excellent research for all of us mm-hmm. since we weren't legally allowed to be researching and developing right over the past 30 or 50 years since We got shut down in the 30s, right? And so there is so much work to catch up on. And so now you have the pharmacist that is the professionally school-educated, right, in the chemistry and pharmacology. And then you have your street-educated person, like myself, who has had to learn what strains helped me, what strains um, were causing my anxiety, what was keeping me up at night. And that was all my own individual uh, research. I took that responsibility on myself, trying to figure out why my health wasn't improving or why it would decline when I used this product or didn't have that. And so now... Um, I think it's actually really great that we do have like a doctor pharmacist on staff there and we can claim that. And as we all continue to work m- more together, they will learn more of the cannabis research and terminology and we will all learn medical terminology and pharmacology. And understand that better. So you know, two worlds
1: yeah. collide, and eventually they'll there will be much more integration of both those yes. worlds as we go
2: forward. Right? Something Which that I really great. look forward to um, is integrating those departments together. Yep. Yeah, something they've been completely divided for decades, and um, I'll have to say, I disagree with that completely, you know, Um, because I use both in my own health, you know, there's a time and a place where you absolutely need, um, like a prescription, for example, I threw my back out and there was no getting away from the pain I was in, you know, Um, I have some of the best products around and nothing I had was even touching it so I just had to you know that's when I was so thankful for the ER doctor and the prescription of muscle relaxers and a little bit of pain relief you know for a few days to get me past all the spasming that I was going through and and so but I don't want to use it every day yeah. you know Right. So I'm definitely a fan when I need it. And I love, uh, definitely making sure I get all my vitamins and my minerals. And I can't do that through cannabis. So, you know, I have my awesome nutritional doctor that makes sure I get my vitamin shots, you know, so the two worlds together are are, I think can do great things. And, um, that's where the medical industry, like it's time, they're ready, you know, doctors and veterinarians, friends of mine, a lot of them are going back to school and re-educating, um, and taking only nutritional classes or only plant medicine classes or herbal herbalist classes so that they can have more education and be talking to a bigger, um, patient group on different types of alternative choices that we do have and really just using pharmaceuticals for, you know, emergency type or really disease typed
0: applications, right?
2: Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone would feel better. Yep.
0: You'd feel a lot better. Such an interesting story, Tim.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) We've covered a lot of different things, but uh, it's been a great conversation. Yeah, it's and been
2: super fun. I I'm excited you guys about a your from oh, my you did? store. Yeah, yeah, I did. So here's some examples of things that are in my store. Oh, and look at this! Wow. Um, and all kinds of things for you guys. So
0: so let's let's talk about some. Yeah.
2: Why, why, why so we're, textiles. We're still so we yeah. have hemp towels.
1: So a uh hand towel it's uh hemp and cotton yeah really hemp and organic
2: cotton so you know you can have hemp towels in your bathroom or kitchen and i have um hemp reusable coffee and tea filters look at that what i know who knew no it doesn't get you high
1: Uh, (laughs) You you pour over the coffee. I know it sounds like like a good idea.
2: It's not edible, but it is reusable. Oh this is cool. So So that's
1: really cool. For
0: people listening, this is it's like this cloth hemp
1: i mean it's like yeah. it looks it like is. a hemp mask you just put it in your coffee maker and this will yeah. actually save you
0: it. some money too yeah I mean, right. and you're, you're, right. and you're re,
2: re reusing instead of like throwing out coffee filters and it's hemp i mean especially now that there's so many growers and so much hemp and cannabis being produced nation and worldwide yeah we have all this excess stems seeds Again, and leaves that Snoop Dogg doesn't recommend we smoke, right? And so we have to do something with it. And and so anyways, there's what, all what these different there, products. Tim?
1: So I've got some CBD gum here. That's broad one of my spectrum, favorite products around right mint, now. 200 milligram CBD. And these are all products you can get in your store yeah. right now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is really cool. So that's I've a never great tried any gum. I mean, this is a good concept.
2: Oh, well, that's a local company and they're registered. And local, let's yeah, see. of course, there it's called Vibe Gum and okay. um, everyone that I've had using it really loves it for anxiety and panic and a quick calm. Huh. So there you go. If you want to try some gum. And it's all really good ingredients, so there's nothing bad in there. We have a couple dentist's offices that even have it now. And um, then the other item is a hemp candle. And this is what, what, I won one of my other, well, I won Jamaica five. Jamaica Me Crazy. Five, yeah, Jamaica Me Crazy. That's one of my favorite scents. It's very tropically and calming. And um, Oh, yeah, this is really cool. Yep. That is a High Times Cannabis Cup award-winning product. Um, let's see. I won two cu- High Times Cups in Sacramento with that product. And then that scent, and then I also won two with the candle with a different scent, and then we won in Michigan for Best CBD Massage Candle. Oh, really? Yeah. And so there's all hemp wicks, so they're non-toxic, and...
1: Hand-poured, THC-free, hemp wicks. Yeah, these candles are going to... I mean these yeah this is great.
2: And then the other thing I brought was oh, this is doesn't have any C B D hemp or THC in it, but it's one of my favorite tea brands, period. And I'm a huge tea drinker, and that's why I brought you the filter as well. Yeah. So you can try it. It's a local brand too, the Queen's Tea. Oh, I love the Queen's Tea. At the
0: downtown farmers yep, market. Yep, you, you can. You can also these guys get it great.
2: at SLC Hayes.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. This was a few farmers markets ago. Uh-huh. The downtown farmers market. The Queen's Mar- Tea. Mar-
2: the Queen's I, uh, Tea.
0: Actually, you know, I need to, I need to interview them on, on my other podcast. Yeah. And I am, I Salt, am Lake. Salt Lake. Yeah.
2: And so I love the Queen's Tea. They're one of my favorite brands. Um, And uh, they blend everything themselves and hand select all the ingredients, which is what we like to do at SLC Hayes. Hand select everything there.
0: Again, great for gifts. What's the address again, Amy?
2: 8585 South State Street in Sandy.
0: And you're on Facebook too. I'm looking actually on your Facebook page, which is tons of cool information and photos. Is this little French bulldog Is that a real little Frenchie?
2: Yes. Is that your little dog? That's Winston Hayes. I,
0: I've always wanted a little Frenchie.
2: <laughs> well, he's pretty mad that he didn't get to come. We so, should have brought him. So um, anyways, he, he's the rock star of the whole thing.
0: So. Yeah, I want to come just to come hang out with the dog. You
2: should, because there's people that come and hang out with him on a daily and weekly basis. He well, that's is, pretty cool. yeah. He's the coolest guy ever and he'll definitely give you lots of love when you come. So count, yeah. on, count on that. Count and on that. And then again,
0: the lagoon thing is happening on August 15th, which is a Sunday, which it is I mean, it's the perfect way to spend your Sunday. In my opinion, right. We put a Church lot of, of thought lagoon. into
2: that. So the everyone Church of could lagoon
0: come for $55, $20 off <laughs>
1: yeah. and take you and your family up there. But come into beat? SLC
0: Hayes and buy your ticket there. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And uh, support Amy. Thank you. I mean, Absolutely. Let's, keep her, let's keep her in business, you guys. Yeah. And, and
2: uh, no, this I, I think she's really great, great, great for the community.
0: I mean, I think. Absolutely. Oh, I do. Great. Yeah. I mean, we definitely There's... need this resource yeah. for the community. Yeah.
2: And keep your immune system built, too. Okay. Even yeah. if you don't want to use cannabis or hemp products, we have really great immune and health products in there. I have a couple um, pine resin products okay. that have kept a couple little old ladies healthy for a year and a half. <laughs> that
0: must just make you feel so good. Oh, it that does. You're, that yeah. you're helping these yeah. people. Out. I, it
2: puts a big smile on my face all day long. That is it's so awesome. It's why I do it. Yep. Um. Because to share how I got healthy and then to see other people is just winning. Yeah. You, know, you got to love it. You know, that's why we're here. Love and share. So.
0: Anything else, you to want do it, my part. anything else you want to mention, Amy, before we wrap this up? I come know. out to
2: Lagoon Day. Yeah,
0: come out to Lagoon Day.
2: After that, come to SLC Hayes. Absolutely.
0: Well, you come to SLC Hayes before Lagoon before, Day. Before, you and got to get your
2: tickets. Because yeah. you can't get yeah. your
1: tickets on the day of at yeah. the date. You have to get them before. You do. Yeah. You,
2: ha- you need to get them before August 14th. So plan ahead.
0: Very cool. Absolutely.
2: Come on in. Great. Great joining you guys. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming you, out. You guys are a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> Thank you so we much, appreciate Amy. It. Anything you want to add here before we wrap this up? The yeah. only thing I want to add is stay safe out there.
2: Yep, everybody.
0: All right, guys. Have a great night.